Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, to the You Wish You Could podcast. Once again, it's the new face of American podcasting, Flying Brian myself, here with Dashing Dan, the podcast Maharaja. Maharaja. Or the multimedia Maharaja. Thank you. More about. Yes, I'm sorry. And conspicuous by his absence is Mike, who could not join us today. So it is just. Just the two of us. Yeah, we had to do that. Um, <clears throat> if I can, for a second, uh, turn heel on Mike real quick, because I already told him we did this, even though we didn't record the other day. But we're going to turn heel on Mike a little bit right now, and uh, we're going to kick him out of our little Degeneration X group, because we've not recorded in a few weeks. Um, we're blaming him for this. Ball dropper. He's like Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania 14. He dropped the ball. And usually Mike doesn't drop balls. He just fumbles them a whole hell of a lot. Well, he lot. does drop them. Generally, they're into his mouth, though. Okay, that's true. So, uh, Mike, we blame you for this. We are turning heel on you right now. And I have re- recruited my X-Pac, Dash and Dan, uh, into the Generation X. I'm Triple H in this scenario, sir. I don't want to be X-Pac. You could be China. Uh, can I be Road Dog? No, he didn't He didn't join until later tonight. We have to find a tag team. Uh, don't try to rewrite history, uh, fucker. Fine, okay, fine. <clears throat> uh, so, as is usually the case with the uh, quote-unquote Brothers of Destruction podcast, um, we're not going to go too heavy into everything, um, just a lot of gorilla this week since we have not recorded in, what, it's been three or four weeks now? I think it's three weeks. Um, do have a lot of grill to go over, we're only briefly going to touch on uh, the most important things from Raw and SmackDown. Really, I think it's just one thing we're going to hit on from uh, probably Raw. That's about it. And then we will be going into our Battleground predictions as this Sunday's Battleground. Yes. Looking forward to it. We've got one Raw reveal. <laughs> so, first topic discussion, speaking of Monday Night Raws. Uh, oh, thanks. Excuse me, guys. Chinese food didn't it's sit well. not called for at all. Yeah. Wait till you smell what just happened. Nope. You smell what the brine is cooking. Mm. Okay, first uh, first order of business. The Hardys were apparently close, but not at all anymore, to acquiring the Broken Universe IP from Anthem and GFW. Yep. Uh, multiple reports have said that they've become very close, but what's holding the deal up now is apparently Anthem's owner, or whoever owns Impact as part of the Anthem, will not sign off on the deal. Every time they get to an agreement, GFW and Hardys get to an agreement, he will not sign off on the deal. And now they are asking for not only between 10000 and $15,000, which the Hardys were apparently willing to pay, they were asking for 50% revenue on all future earnings from the Broken IP, as well as Jeff Hardy's music and artwork, I guess, I'm assuming that's related to the Broken Gimmick, because he did do their entrance music while they were the Broken Hardys. 
Um, bullshit. Sorry. Yeah, right. Bullshit, bullshit alert. Bullshit alert. Um, that's they're already making ten between ten and fifteen thousand dollars off them, and you're looking to get as much as you can. Like that's what you would call a ka-ching cash grab. Yeah, pretty much. Drop. Um, ka-ching sound. Straight up trying to ball, and they ain't ballers. So, um, yeah, that's not cool, man. Like, GFW, just give it to them at this point. Uh, you can't yeah. do it with anybody else. The it, It's not like you have Hardys that you can just say, hey, it's the Broken Hardys. Um, I understand you did come up with it. You want credit. They were willing to give you credit for it. They Apparently part of the deal was they were going to come out with a press release, a joint press release, that said that the Hardys settled on good terms. Like, what more do you really want out of this at point? This point, besides the money, what what are you gonna do with the money anyway? Pay your contract, pay, pay your talents, or you mean, or just take more money from them? No, they're because as it is, it's being announced that they're taking ten percent from all the everybody's indie bookings. Yeah, they're taking ten percent of everyone's indie bookings on the indie, and they're no longer giving anyone royalty checks for their for their merchandise. Yeah. No longer get paid for your likeness on their merch that they're selling with your likeness on it. Yeah, that ain't cool. Um well anyway, let's But that's uh, not all new contracts. Yeah. Going forward. So we'll roll into the next bit of anthem news that I have. Um mainly I put this on there because she was a great great in ring performer, wildly underused, I believe, by WWE. But Gail Kim has finished. She did win the title in her debut match. Still. They could have done so much more with <laughs> oh, that. Oh, I agree with you, but in fairness. Uh, she just came around at the wrong time. Gail Kim has yes. announced that she will be retiring at the end of 2017. She's got a couple more matches lined up for with GFW Impact uh, throughout the rest of the year. But she has actually already transitioned into a backstage role. She is um, the agent for the Knockouts division. Which is just does them nothing but good, no, and hopefully they start thing. rolling in the right direction with the knockout division. That and the X division used to be their top, their uh, top divisions, and now they're not. Yeah. And the X division is actually a little bit better now. They got some good guys in there, but um, great career for Gail Kim. Yes, unfortunately, I have a feeling we're gonna look at her career where we did with a lot of people from WCW. Yeah, she was really good. But she was not in the top company when she was really good. But it's because the top company couldn't use her. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, Gail Kim, I think, again, a great career. Just wasn't in the big times. Um, like I said, she did win her first match for the belt, but still... Well, it was through no fault of her own. She was no. just in WWE in a bad creative time for women. Yes. Uh, I would have loved to have seen some of the stuff she could have done now. Oh, my God. Uh, with Becky and Charlotte and all those. I mean, look at the matches she had with Awesome Kong and TNA. Like, they had fantastic matches, and Kong was a big, big girl, like, and she could go and everything. Think of the matches she could have with people who are... Yeah. Not, I mean, not a, anything against Kong, but think of the matches she could have with Naya. Yeah, no, I, I agree, totally. Um, so... Gail Kim was before her time, which did not serve her well. In exactly. WWE. Exactly. So, next bit of news. Um, <laughs> I found this interesting. It's another GFW thing. So, Anthem, GFW Impact, whatever how they're called these days. What they're gonna do is that all the tapings that GFW did, 
last year as part of just regular GFW when they first formed or the year before whatever it was. They, their amped tapings for the first season that they were going to do that never got picked up. They're actually going to air those. They're calling it the Amped Anthology Series. They're going to do it as part of the one-night-only pay-per-views that Impact usually does. So what they're doing is airing them all. Um, I don't know the exact dates or everything. But it's interesting because... Uh, I'm sorry, August 11th is when they're starting. I don't know if they're doing the whole thing one night because it was like a whole bunch of tapings that they shot. But what they're doing is they're promoting the names that were there. But the funny part now is all those names, or a bunch of those names, are now with WWE yeah. in some form. Um, they ha- they're they talking about the Bollywood Boys, who are now the Singh Brothers. Um, <clears throat> they're promoting Mickey James. They're pro- uh, promoting Brian Myers, who's Kurt Hawkins, who's back with the company. And the biggest one that they're they they're talking about is uh and they've even posted something on Twitter last week or the other day the glorious Bobby Roode Bobby Roode they are promoting the hell out of him saying oh Impact and GFW original Bobby Roode will be performing will be on the Amped anthology series so they're they're kind of being sneaky I feel like they're trying yeah. to make it seem like it might a uh, former a former GFW and current NXT champion NXT world champion mm. Bobby Roode will be on the the date the debut of the Amped Anthology series or something like that. I'm like you motherfuckers are trying to be shicey. sneaky. Yeah, they're getting shicey with their wordplay. Yeah, yeah, they're getting. Didn't they didn't they mention Drew uh, McIntyre too? Um, or Drew Gall- they called Drew Galloway. I think I think they did. I'm pretty sure they did. It wasn't one of the names I wrote down, but I'm pretty sure they did. And that's about it for Impact, unless you have anything you want to add about Impact or anything like that. Listen, you're my Impact guy, okay? Okay, okay, and I figured. I don't... Yeah. And then... That says everything you need to know about. We're going to get into another uh, company before we get to NXT or WWE, um, just because I found this extremely interesting, and based off what I saw from their debut in the United States a couple weeks ago, um, I'm actually excited about this. Um, New Japan is expanding into the United States. Yes. We saw the, the Climax Primer Tournament uh, with the U.S. title involved. The title is hideous. Um, and no need for, what was it, like the 11th title we said, something like that. Uh, it's something like that. But what is with everyone in red fucking straps lately? I don't know. It's it's, it's not a good thing. It's not a good thing. Um, but the tournament was amazing. I saw the last match with... Omega, and I keep forgetting his name, and I keep meaning to write it down, and I keep forgetting. I think it's Ishii. Yeah, I think it's Ishii. Tomohiro Ishii. Um, great freaking match. Um, I've still yet to see Omega versus Michael Elgin, because apparently they tore into each other. So I still have been looking to find that, and I have not seen it yet, but I am going to at some point, I promise. Um, but watching him and Okada... Those two matches, Omega and Okada. Okada's match with Cody Rhodes was was good. Not on the level of Omega and Okada, but... I don't think it was supposed to be. No. But it was a good match. Really good match. Um, but they're looking to start touring no later than March or April of next year. They're going to be opening offices in Los Angeles with it. They're hoping by the end of this year. 
and they're going to be opening a Los Angeles dojo in the beginning of 2018. So there's all stuff that's going to be happening fast. It's not stuff that's going to be, you know, by the end of, you know, two, three years down the road. They're looking to expand now. Yeah, it's not a slow build. They're going to go... They're going to go... They're hitting one of the, the irons and, hot. And they're working with Ring of Honor, which will help them, mm. give them guys that can perform in in the United States for them that will they know will draw. Um, do you got? Do you think, just because this is one reason I wrote this down, do you think we see some sort of... We'll receive, we already see a working relationship, but maybe some sort of merger... No. Between New Japan and Ring of Honor? No, because New, New Japan's so big overseas, and that's where the base of their... Uh, they could run it as two separate brands, kind of like how what SmackDown does. I don't I don't think, because I, I, I know ROH, they pride themselves on being the king of the indies. Yeah, but there was also rumors at one point, too, that uh, the company that owns Ring of Honor, I haven't heard anything in a while... But I think a few months ago there was talk about Sinclair might be looking to sell them. Uh, I mean, if they sell, the <clears throat> perfect opportunity to buy them would be New Japan, absorb them in. Because there was talk of WWE purchasing them a few months back. I know. I yes, I saw that. I read that the WWE just wanted their library, though. I believe is what yeah. they really wanted. Yeah, which they would have shut the company down. And they were talking about putting everybody in NXT, basically. But don't worry, they're doing that anyway. Yeah, I know. Well, that's the next topic of discussion, but uh, and segue. Well, Thank you. Done. But what do you, what are your thoughts on New Japan? Expanding. I think it's expanding. I think it's a good thing. I don't think it's any. Listen, more competition the better, and more high quality competition. Exactly. Even better. Um, it's just as a tag team on Raw says, it's raising the bar. <laughs> And W would say they are the bar. So. Uh, yeah, well, yeah, it fits. Whatever. Yeah, that's what she said. <laughs> um, speaking of NXT and adding talent, um, looks like NXT uh, they have added some people already, but looks like it's a few more names are on the way. They have already added Bobby Fish and Kyle O'Reilly. They've both made their NXT debuts at the last two sets of tapings. Um, so that's interesting. Um, interesting to me though was they were singles competitors, not a tag team. And they both lost to the same guy. Yeah. So do we see them come together? I hope they do. Um, do we see them for the Dusty Classic? Maybe. That could be where they come because, back because because the tag division's weak down there. In yeah. Because right, no. right now, who do you got in the tag team division besides Sanity? Um. Authors of, Pain Authors of Pain and Heavy Machinery. And Heavy Machinery. Why are all their tag teams so large? I don't know. It's just it just is. Um, the only other team that I can say is that one we saw the video for the other night <coughs> on Wednesday night. The Hood. <coughs> the Hood. What was it? Hooded Hooded Jace or something like that. It was uh, Angela Dawkins and oh oh Street Profits. Street Profits. That's what it was. That was. That and, was uh, awkward. Yeah, that was an awkward video. It was weird. That we posted it. Um, I knew we knew who Angela Dawkins was. Yeah, I pointed that. Out. I don't know who the other guy is. He was doing a very weird running man thing. Yeah. On the, so that's on the a tag team now. Thing I don't know what. That and was. then we got possibly Red Dragon or whatever their name's gonna be. 
There, there's not really nobody red else down there. Oh, I'm sorry. That's no. That's what. Yeah, but it sucks. Yeah. They're not gonna be called Red Dragon. And then DIY is broken up. Plus out. Champ is out. And what else? There's really nobody else. Oh, uh, Sabatelli, Tino Sabatelli, and Riddick Moss, mm. who are sparingly used. Maybe because they're heels. Yeah, that, you might see them on the classic. They'll the be in the classic. They were in the classic last year. Other than oh, that, wait, wait, when is TM sixty one coming back? Uh, I know he, the one that that tore his ACL. He was supposed to be out a year. Mm. Um, I don't. Re- I think they tore. He tore in the last. The end of the last classic because they fi- they were in the finals against Walters of Pain. Oh, that's correct. So maybe October ish, mm. unless he comes back ahead of time. Never mind that. He might come back ahead of time. He could be back in eight months. I thought he tore all the stuff up in his knee, though. As, now that I'm thinking about it. I don't it. remember. I think it was just... I thought it was just the ACL. Yeah. But... I could be wrong. Yeah. I mean, that would be another addition another to the tag, tag team, team. But they're on the smaller side, which is literally the complete opposite of all of their current tag Exactly. Teams. So, the other people that may be coming into uh, NXT uh, currently are Leo Rush... Which would be a fantastic addition. Um, I've only seen a small sample of his work, but from what I've seen, it's really good. Um, I think he gets fast tracked to uh, cruiserweight division, though. Uh, I think we get some interesting matches in there. Yeah, I don't think there's anything else they can do with him but that. Yeah. Um, the newest one that's being talked about is um, former top prospect from Ring of Honor, Donovan Dijak. Um, I've seen some of his stuff in Ring of Honor, and dude is athletic as fuck. Yeah, I've heard he can go. He, not he does. He does things that big man shouldn't be able to do. Um, he clears the top rope on jumps like he can. You know how the cruiserweights jump over the top rope mm. into the ring before matches and shit. Like he clears it no problem. He's like a smaller. He's like a bigger version of Shelton Benjamin. Somewhat. He does springboards and shit. Oh, speaking of Sheldon Benjamin, apparently they're negotiating again. Yeah, apparently. Or it's almost done. It, it all, no, it all depends on who you who you listen to. Fuck Dave Meltzer says the deal is not done, and Brian Alvarez says the deal is done. Oh, so so they're going back and forth on who on stories here. So Alvarez came out second and said no, he's wrong. Um, it's the deal's done. So, it all depends. I, I did hear that the deal is basically done and he's going to be heading back to SmackDown again, yeah. like he was initially. Yeah. And Okay, so we got off topic a little bit there. So, the last guy coming is uh, apparently possibly debuting at TakeOver. We've talked about this a little bit before. Hey, Brooklyn, baby. Adam Cole, baby. I really hope that happens. Yeah, I think I, re- that I really do. Um... So we kind of talked about that before. We don't have to go too far into it. I think that's the thing that happens. Um, we are now going to talk about one of the saddest and most shocking things of the week. Talking Smack has been canceled. <sighs> we should have done a 10-bell salute. Should have done a fucking 30,000-bell salute. That show was good. Um, and now there's, there's warring opinions on why this was canceled yeah. and... The one that seems to be, take precedent over everything else was Vince didn't like the unscripted nature of the show. Um, and another reason was apparently they needed their own truck 
to produce Talking Smack. They couldn't use any ones that they were using for TV because it needed its own truck to produce the show. That just seems like it doesn't so make sense. So they grabbed, they added another truck to run Talking Smack. It doesn't seem like that makes much sense. Apparently it had its own equipment and everything because they were seg- segwayed Fucker section off backstage. Um, and they need, I think they record Talking Smack while uh, 205 Live is going on. No, that would make sense now that you mention it because every now and then you can and hear the background. They're, if they're running all the TV trucks still for 205 Live, they need a separate truck for... Yeah, you just wait to fucking run. Because that's late. Everybody, by then, all the SmackDown guys are leave. They are supposed to be leaving for house shows or their day off. So they don't want to make them stay until midnight. Midnight, because that's kind of shitty. So most of them got to get back to the hotel or go catch flights maybe or whatever they're they gonna do. Maybe they should move two hundred five live to Monday night. Maybe they should make two hundred five live on Wednesday after NXT and record it with NXT. Oh, oh, you mean make more fucking sense? Yeah, exactly, right? Or record it the hour before Raw goes on. Do it as the pre-show to Raw, record it then, air it on Wednesday. That's not That can't work, though, because then you're going to have to have a crowd sit for four hours. Yeah. As it is, they're sitting for three, three hours and not having a reaction. That's true. You want them leaving the third hour of Raw because they can't take four hours wrestling one night? I mean, they could also record it... Ah, whatever. They're screwed no matter what they do. Yeah, exactly. Um, I think they should go to an NXT style format and tape it four shows at a time at full sale. Mm. I think that would make the most sense. You Probably. got because you, you would also have the that style that made it the Cruiserweight Classic work. Yeah, in the arena that made it work. Exactly. You go back it's to the, the smaller, atmosphere. Yeah, it's the atmosphere and. That's how you improve the ratings for that show. Mm-hmm. Well, see, now that's another. That's the thing that WWE released. Their press release denied Vince not liking the unscripted nature of the show and making it as, uh, quote-unquote, bad for business. Yeah. And said it was the 18th most watched show. Yes, I saw that as well. But WWENetworks.com, which actually tracks the shows, came out and said, that's a flat-out lie. It's tracked in the top five every week it's aired. Yeah. So So there's conflicting reports here. WWE saying it's not in the top 15. It was outwatched by two episodes of the WWE-produced ECW from 2006 and the last two weeks of NXT. Both outpaced Talking Smack from this past Tuesday, the final episode. Yeah. It's, it's, It's a damn shame. You saw a lot of people come out, and uh, so yeah, um, we had a lot of talents that you know were not happy about it. Um, it gave, a lot of people said it gave them a platform to you know advance their characters and anything like that. So you know what, it is what it is at this point. Um, unfortunately, it's going away. And speaking of another talent that used to be on Talking Smack. Um, He's uh he's stalking us apparently. Yeah, the goddamn um, character, fucking, man. Fucking uh, Shane McMahon. It's Shane McMahon. Thankfully, he's okay. We can joke about this because he's okay. Uh, yeah, well, because he's allegedly parachuting out of helicopters to catch us. Yeah, um, allegedly. Allegedly. Shane McMahon, uh, helicopter went down off Giggle Beach. Uh, Giggle Beach. Giggle, I said. 
by on at on Long Island, New York. He was going to visit family out on the East End. Apparently, <coughs> um, he we think he might have been flying right over us because we're out towards the East End. <coughs> it's this a little little weird. Um, we have I guess nobody's informed them that Perry no longer lives on Long Island or yeah. in Connecticut. The so, Queen of allegedly is no longer here. So uh, shout out to Perry, by the way. Um, yeah, she's not here, so please don't hurt us. Yeah, um, by all means, visit... No. <coughs> visit Mike. Visit Mike. Um, he, He's he somewhere He will gladly else. Uh, do things for things. He'll do favors. He will gladly take a dick for a favor today. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, thankfully he's okay. Uh, you know, the pilot was able to land the plane safely in the water... Um, and they, him and the pilot were both okay, so at least he's okay. He'll be at Battleground this Sunday as well, so this is a good thing. Um, my favorite thing that's come out of this, though, is two, there's two things. One, fucking love Rusev, because of his Twitter. <laughs> yes. This reason this happened is because he did not answer Rusev's video messages. And I also love the picture that I saw on Facebook of Shane McMahon diving out of the helicopter from WrestleMania... 32, 30, when, he, yeah. when he dove off the cell. That was fucking amazing. Or the young bucks going, telling him that only, oh. he, only he could take bumps from a helicopter and be okay. Yeah, or the other one that I saw on Twitter too that was, uh, I think it was the bucks as well, it was like, or somebody, I forgot who it was, goes, I'm glad to see uh, Shane made amends with his opponent from Backlash 03. Oh no, that was a former writer. Oh, former, yes, that's that was what it was. Writer. I'm glad to see Shane made amends with his former opponent from Backlash 03. 06. That, oh, back 06. Oh, I'm sorry, 06. That was the 06 Backlash where Vince and Shane teamed up against Shawn Michaels and God. Yes. Ah, the ever-amazing God tag team. Yeah. <clears throat> the sexy boy and God. <laughs> okay. <laughs> There's nowhere to go but to move on from that. There's nowhere to go with that. There's nowhere to go but to move on. No segue there. Um, <laughs> wow. So, uh, next thing that was officially announced uh, yesterday as well, Mark Henley is officially retiring from the WWE. Oh, this one's for real, guys. No salmon jacket today. No, no, not at all. Although, I did like how they played that on Facebook yesterday. <laughs> Come on. Because that was probably his best get, best thing he's ever done. Oh, yeah, that was fucking that amazing. That was the greatest angle he's ever shot. So, um, you know, good career. Um, one of the best uh, big men, one of the best strong men to work, either as face or heel. He was always a good strong guy. <sighs> yeah, you know, everyone always criticizes Big Show for flip-flopping. I think Mark Henry flip-flopped just as much. Towards the later end of his career, though. Big Show flipped his entire career. There's, yes, vid- this there's videos on YouTube of counting Big Show uh, turns from starting from WCW. Mm-hmm. I think at one point I saw a video, it was up to like 47 turns. He's managed to flip in the same show. Twice. Yeah. Yeah. At one time, he literally did flip because he did a moonsault. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, that's scary. Yeah. I would not want to be the guy taking that, uh-uh. that moonsault. I want to know how he was able to do the moonsault. He was a lot lighter back then. Those early days of WCW. Um, couple more things, and we'll be on to the Battleground predictions. Or, I'm sorry, quick Raw Smackdown recap from the last couple weeks. Um... Apparently, Brock Lesnar may be returning to the UFC. Right. He has officially put himself, or apparently there's still some people saying it's not actually true, but he's put himself back in the US ADA testing pool. You could just Drug say USADA. T- USADA? Okay. 
That sounds like a wrestler from Japan. No. Uh, USADA testing pool, which would allow him to be drug tested again. Um, there was a lot of people saying there was, it looked like he might be returning in November at the Madison Square Garden USC show, but that's actually not feasible because he, even though he uh, he retired last year, he retired with time remaining on his suspension from the year prior. So he has to serve the rest of that suspension before he can act- actively fight again. We're just saying it would be December. Why would he retire with still time left on his suspension? Because he didn't want to deal with it, apparently. It so seems like I would just... He retired. It seems like I would say he I'm say he was gonna. He, yeah, he was saying he retired because he didn't think he was actually going to fight again, apparently. I would just say I'm going to retire, not file the paperwork, let the, the suspension run out, then file the retirement paperwork. Yeah. Well, I mean, he, there's ways around it. Yeah. Well, you know what? Any, either way, he has to he has to serve the suspension. So they're saying the suspension. If he does uh, now that he's back in the pool, the suspension starts again, and it doesn't run out until December, suppose December eleventh or something like that, supposedly. Um, but there's differing opinions on what this actually means. Some people are saying it's not true. Um, some people are saying it's just him putting. He may not go back. It's just him putting testers out. Um, there's actually been some people who said too that he's told WWE already that he's not interested in re-signing when his deal's up at the end of the year. Hmm. So we don't know what's going on. Um, it looked like he was going back, but within the last day or two, it's been nobody actually knows, and it could just be Lesnar trying to get more money from WWE. Thoughts? Uh, good move, bad move. I, I, for me, it's a good move because I don't mind Lesnar being away from the WWE because I hate that every time he's here, they just go, "Here's our bell. We're sorry." Yeah, and uh, but the- please make it look good. But but it, never show up on TV. It, it could be a bad thing as well because apparently this is going to mean Re- uh, Reigns is getting hot shot into SummerSlam to win the belt. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's a downside, but I will take that temporary downside because I believe the fans will turn on him with the utmost fever. Um, you know he's probably not going to lose it until like SummerSlam next year. Shut up! Let me hope. He might break Punk's modern day record. I hope you know. Let's just say, I'm hoping that they revolt and literally just unmercifully boo him. We, so what you're saying is we they need to run the Hammerstein Ballroom so if Cena wins, we, we riot. But if yes. Reigns wins, we riot. Yes. Because that crowd might actually riot. Turn it, change it to the we riot chance and then the fuck you Reigns chance that Cena got when he fought Arvind. We will riot. Fuck Roman Reigns. Yes. Yes. Okay, cool. That that sounds that sounds legit. Or just have I don't know. Yeah. Can uh, someone just break his leg and then we don't have to deal with this? Accidentally? Um, oh, you guys didn't. See allegedly, the I did the finger thing. Can somebody so allegedly accidentally, quote unquote, quote unquote, break a leg? <laughs> we allegedly said that, but we allegedly didn't. Just saying. Um. So last two things. Um. This apparently stems off of issues he's having with. Triple A looks like with Vampiro, which we're not going to get into. Not Triple A, but Lucha. Lucha. Well, Lucha Underground, Triple A, same company. It is not the same. Triple A runs Lucha Underground. All in all, I, I don't think that's true. Yes, they. Are, 
Lucha Libre. Then why would Lucha Underground have so much issues with contracts with fucking Impact when TNA and Triple and A have because a working they, relationship? They consider it a separate entity, but it's backed by Triple A. I think they have a work. I think it's similar to, to Whatever. TNA and Triple A. I think it's a working relationship. But anyway, GFW is uh, getting the debut of Johnny Mundo slash John Morrison um, and his fiance Taya Valkyrie. What name is he going by? Morrison? I don't know. I did not see. Probably Mundo. I... That's what he's been using on the indie scenes. Oh, is it? Yeah, ever since know. he left WWE, and even though he disappeared, I think, for like a little bit, when he came back, he's been using uh, Johnny Mundo. Well, when I know for a short term, before he went to Lucha and started using Johnny Mundo there, he was using John Hennigan. He was going well, he, by John Hennigan. Yeah. But I think he's going to be... I think he, he has Mundo's name, so I think that's what he's going to be using. But he will be debuting with Impact when they do their tour of the Northeast, which is three dates, um, two in New York, one in Connecticut. Um, I'm actually thinking about seeing where the, the two in New York are, because I haven't seen any... One of them supposedly on Long Island. Yes. One's in New York. I think they said Buffalo or Binghamton or something like that. Um, one's uh-huh. on Long Island. They didn't say where, and they said Connecticut. I thought one was in the city, too. Oh, maybe that's where it was then? I don't know. Because oh, the, the message that they sent out was the New York City, Long Island, and Connecticut. Okay. So then maybe it's the city. Um, I was assuming they might have booked out the Hammer... Actually, to note what we said earlier, I actually think they were thinking about booking out the Hammerstein Ballroom for the okay. New York City show. That could be. Um, they have run that building before, so... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It makes sense. So, They've been there before. They know what it is. It's, it fits their type of venue. And... Okay, so last thing, that's one of the last things we have. Um, the last thing that I want to discuss is, I guess, a kind of a touchy situation, touchy topic. Um, the literally. whole Del Rio page thing. It's literally a touchy topic. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so I'll, I'll make a joke. I'll make a joke. I don't give yeah. a fuck. I don't well, give a fuck. I don't give a fuck. Okay, I'm done now. Um, apparently originally started as Del Rio again, apparently beating Paige at an airport or hitting her or doing something to her, harassing her, it has now come out within the last day or two, um, in the last week, that Paige was being looked at now for harassment and, um... Not looked at. I saw earlier battery. today that police have recommended charges be filed yes. against her. <laughs> now we've gone to today, that's where I was going with that. Um, they have now, police have recommended, like I said... Page be charged. Um, when I saw this originally, and everybody was saying, you know, Page defended him from the beginning, saying it wasn't him, it was me. I threw a drink on him. Blah blah blah. Why did my mind immediately go to she's trying to get fired by WWE? Because this is a fireable offense. Oh uh, yeah, if they follow up on their previous. Policies. Policies. Domestic violence is an automatic termination. Yeah. I kind of thought about that, but at the same time, after what her brother and her father's written online, is that this is not the first time this has apparently happened. Um, they've accused Del Rio of hitting her before and abusing her before. Um, this is just a whole sad situation. It's man. a messy, um, messy, messy situation. Apparently, during their airport feud argument. Um, there was a point where Paige was uh, accusing Del Rio of doing cocaine, and Del Rio turned around and said, no, check her bag, check her bag, it's all in her bag. There's also, I, you know, Paige was saying that 
the argument started because she got a phone call about an uncle that's not doing well. Yes. Del Rio wished death upon him, and yeah. there were things that's just it, it, not it's a really good, bad, not um, a good situation at all. Um, I I really hope this doesn't turn into a worse situation. I am I am wholly. The only light that I see in this is that GFW has taken the responsibility. They've suspended Del Rio. Yeah, indefinitely. But they, but they will not edit him out of any of the shows they've already recorded, and they will not strip him of the belt. Give it time. This is gonna get messy. This is only gonna get worse. Well, with they they already said Del Rio is free. He's not going to get charged with anything. The yeah. Oh, trust me. So I don't think in this incident this will devolve as as hard as it is. This is to say this is going to devolve into a really bad situation. Honestly, I kind of hope he does get released too because he's also went off the handle and they're not happy with him either right now. No, because he keeps. Outside of these incidents, he keeps just randomly bashing WWE. Yeah, he, and they're like, shut up. They had to cut his mic off at the last of the tapings. They cut the mic off on the second, the second or third night because the night before, he went off on a whole rant. The next night, they blasted his music so loud, they were doing it to drown him out because he was trying to cut another promo. Bashing Triple H and WWE and everything like that. They pumped his music so loud... He couldn't even talk anymore, and then they just finally cut the mic, and he was still trying to say shit. He's got to get himself fired. He's eventually going to get himself fired and arrested. Yeah. This is not going to end well for anyone. Yeah. Um, I I really I really don't wish I really don't wish it happens. Um. Just because like, it you don't want to see anybody, even if you don't know them, go through a situation like this. No, it's and not it's, ideal for anyone. It's, it's a bad situation, and, you know, Paige is still so young. She had so much promise. Like, this is just ruining her ruining her reputation and ruining any chance she had of reconciling. Even if she's again. not fired, she has no ability to come back on television at any point in the near future. No. And, you know, they're doing this movie about her and all this stuff, and honestly, at this point... I wouldn't be surprised if they scrapped the movie. I can't. I cannot see Rocky being okay with going forward with this movie yeah, release I in heard, this situation. I, I know they already shot a bunch of stuff. They, the movie, the for the most part, filmed, I believe. And you have we have not heard anything about it in the longest time. No, not since they did the last set of tapings after yeah. that Raw in Los Angeles yeah. when Rock called CM Punk. Yeah. Which so, apparently Vince was very pissed off about. Yes. So I mean, I, I hope. I hope this works out for Paige, obviously, the most. I hope it works out for Paige. I don't care much for Del I don't either, but at the same time, if it helps Paige out with her shit, hopefully Del Rio gets cleaned up, straightened up, whatever it is he's got to do. I hope Del Rio gets his ass kicked by somebody. That too. I think think her brothers might do it. All the power to him. Um, Okay, so that concludes Gorilla. Um, I think the only thing that we really want to talk about from the last few weeks are Raw and SmackDown. <gasps> um, Is it illegitimate sun time? We'll wait on that. Um, can we just talk about real quick, the only thing I really want to talk about besides that from Raw is Braun Sherman. I'm not finished with you? Yeah, pretty much. And WWE tweeting out? I that, don't think he's finished with them? Sounds like Mike when a guy tries to leave. Yeah. No, yeah, no, yeah, 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 yeah. Sound familiar, right, Dan? Did you see? Did you see that tweet that WWE put out? No, I didn't. It was after Raw went off the air, and he he had Joe and Reigns laying in the ring. And oh, they, it was Strowman, and they tweeted out, 
I don't think he's finished with them yet. Yeah, that was an amazing segment to end Raw because he destroyed the both of them in that in that segment, and he had Joe hanging on his back with a coquina clutch in, walking around. And Reigns and Reigns, I think, hit him with the spear. I wasn't really paying attention too much. I was playing a game on my phone. Not gonna lie. And completely um, honestly, that makes him look even more of a monster yeah, than Lesnar. One week after getting almost killed by Roman Reigns in the ambulance. Yeah, can we? We'll, we'll talk about it in a second. Oh, fuck. He comes back and he looks like a true monster. I want to ask you this though. I heard an interesting retort from Stack Guy Greg on Cheapy, mm. where we kind—I think we kind of talked about this the other day. Where everybody was saying it was a heel move from Roman Reigns. Oh, it was more... That's literally what I was about to say. It was an entirely heel move from Roman Reigns. At the same time, Greg had a good point. Yeah, could have... Well, he didn't, he didn't think it was heel at all. But at the same time, it was... Yes, Braun won. Reigns knows what happens usually when Braun wins a match and something... and. He's not done with you. He's going to keep going after you. That's how he got to this out at the point when... And Braun hurt his arm and everything. Yes. Going through the ambulance door and everything. He only did what Braun did to him already. I just think there was so much time in between. Look, I'm not defending Reigns, and I at first thought it was heel move too. He kind of helped put this in perspective a little bit. Why I'm like, this is not... Like, this should have been a turn. We did talk about this earlier yes. the other day. I remember this conversation. It's not... Heal because Reigns only did what Strowman did to him. He's getting revenge. So I can see that where they're going. It's not a heel move. I actually agree with him. It's not a heel move. He's getting revenge because Strowman did it to him first. You know what? He's not done with you. I'm not done with you. You go out. You know what? You go on the on the offense. Um, anybody else would have done that? We would have been, oh, it's not heel. That's a face move. He's just getting revenge. But it, because it's Roman, it's Listen, that's the, fuck Roman Reigns. That is the problem that WWE's created with Roman Reigns. Yeah. It's actually worse than at any point when the fans turned on Cena. Yeah. It is far worse. So at least Cena got 50-50, and it's, let's go Cena, Cena sucks chance. You can't even get that for Reigns. No. He's gone to about 75-25. It's literally... Everyone is just like, no, no, just no. No, he's still got kids and kids. women on That is left. legitimately it. He's got the kids and because the, they the still women. portray him as a superhero baby face that does yeah. the Superman punch. Yep. Um, Although I find it interesting that he's for the kids and his signature move is the drive-by. <laughs> yeah. I mean. He gangster. Seth Rollins can't have the curb stomp, but Reigns can have the drive-by. Yeah. Let's give the big Samoan guy a move called the drive-by. <laughs> Fucking god, oh my Yeah. So, the white guy can't have curb stomp. Give this moment and drive by. Oh god. He's a bad man. <sighs> Just like Rikishi. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. that the, Strom is just the best thing on Raw still. Mm, yeah, bro. Strom is the best thing in WWE. I'm period. sorry. He, yeah, he, no, he's still the best thing in Raw. The second best thing in, on Raw and probably in WWE still is Samoa Joe. Yeah. Yeah. He. Yes, Strowman destroyed him and Reigns in the last segment of Raw this past week, but Joe still looks strong. Joe keeps coming out of everything looking yeah. strong. And, I mean, it also, I mean, Str- Strowman looked the strongest because a week after almost getting dead, 
um, by Reigns. He's back and destroying two guys. Yeah. So, you know what? It's just, it's just awesome. So, anything from SmackDown in the last few weeks you want to you wanna touch on? Not really. I mean, they did the random U.S. title switch to MSG. Yeah. Didn't we talk about that last time? The last episode? No. We, we didn't record. I thought we did that. No. Oh, I don't remember. No, the last time we recorded was before that. Oh, okay. I thought we recorded. I thought we talked about that. No. Okay, well, whatever. We talked about that. Um, I mean, yeah, I think... It was kind of random. Yeah. So, we'll go into the biggest thing from Raw and SmackDown last <gasps> week. It's was... Illegitimate Sun Time! Yes, yes it is. Do, 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 do. Come on down. Jason That's... Jordan. Your father's Kurt Angle! That was the saddest team yeah, show. Yeah, It was really John Cena. You did John Cena's team song. Yeah, pretty really much. Uh, and uh, it's Jason Jordan! This this segment's degenerated quickly. Yeah, it was... Uh, not what I it saw. It was weird. I did not see that coming at all. Honestly, if it was one of the alphas, I was kind of hoping to be Gable. I felt like it made more sense. I mean, I, they, apparently they did go back and forth on which... Yeah. Which, um, um, what it would be. They're they're will they want to give Jordan the push. That's why they made it him. Um, is, are they gonna change his name to Angle now, or is he gonna keep the Jordan? It's gonna be Jason Angle, or is it gonna be Jason Jordan? Like, what what's gonna happen here? Like, that's like the most pressing question I have about this. Um, is what's his last name gonna be? What Jason Jordan? Yeah, they're not gonna change it. It's gonna be Jason Jordan. That's why I just asked you like. You didn't say anything. Oh, so I didn't even hear that. No, yeah, they're not going to change his name. It's going to be Jason Jordan. Okay. Um, I, I'm, I'm a little ups- the only the biggest thing I'm upset about is they broke up American Alpha. They were one of my favorite tag teams. Uh, you know um, what? I knew it was going to happen eventually. I was hoping they would have had an elongated run with the t- tag titles at some point. Uh, never happened. I knew it was going to happen too. Right. You used- they Honestly, both they that, both have major star potential. That team got so stale so quickly on SmackDown. I was very surprised by that. Yeah, I know, because they didn't... It's, w, it's Vince McMahon not booking tag teams. Yeah, that's true. And, and he's, Bruce Pritchard said this on his podcast. Vince McMahon doesn't like tag teams, and we've talked about this before on the podcast. No, because he doesn't view... He, he doesn't he see, doesn't see money. Sense he doesn't see money booking in four guys to do a match that two guys can do. Mm-hmm. But don't get me wrong, he'll schedule the hell out of Fatal 4 ways. Exactly. And Fatal 5 ways. And yep. All these other nonsense and, matches where there's yeah. five guys in the ring. Sounds like Mike's bedroom. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, so um, is any any other thoughts on Jordan and Angle? No, just interesting. To, just interested to see where this goes. They've kind of got themselves in a corner where they kind of have to somewhat push Jordan here. He's got to go somewhere with this. Yeah, the same mid car push. I think he go. Do we see him in? Mid- I, I would love to see him with the Intercontinental title. Just saying. Um, actually, I was about to say that. You know, because they're talking about Rollins and Ambrose versus Miz Taraj at SummerSlam in a handicap match. Uh, even though they're doing that on Raw? Yeah. Unless they're changing it, and it's Rollins and Ambrose versus the Miz Taraj minus Miz. And Miz defends the IC title against Angle. Because they've teased some stuff with Miz and Angle before, too, in, the, in recent weeks. Where Miz says he runs, he runs the IC title, he decides what happens with it. And he runs his show, and he's the big star, and he gets to decide things. Mm. Could they be? Could be? Could they be teasing? Could this be finally the payoff that they they've been looking to get with Miss and the GM? 
because they did it with Miz and Brian. Obviously, there's not going to be no payoff there because no, they can't I, have a I, match. I honestly think they made a mistake moving Miz over to yeah. Raw. But whatever. They kind of teased some stuff going forward with Angel and Miz. Could we get an IC title match soon? I mean, it makes sense. Nepotism playing playing a role. Yes, but I also or think that I don't think it'll happen right away. I think we're looking more Survivor along series, lines maybe? Survivor Series, maybe even hold off to Royal Rumble. Maybe he has a long. Maybe he doesn't win a belt necessarily. Maybe he gets a long run in the Royal Rumble. Could be, and that could be his jumping, his launching off point. Yeah, because then it, he gets his t- his first belt at WrestleMania. He can use that. Yeah, Rumble match, you know that extended run in the Royal Rumble, eliminating some people to be his lift off to get his first singles title at WrestleMania. Yeah. Because they're, they're, they're even saying they're still not sure where this is going to lead. They're saying it could be, uh, one of the thought processes is, yes, it could just be Angle and Jordan just to get Jordan a push. They're also saying it could be a ploy, it could turn into being a ploy by Stephanie to get back in power on Raw. Just because they she made up this thing with Jordan, uh, her and Triple H made up this thing with Jordan to get at Angle to make him feel vulnerable and want to quit. And they bring up all this stuff from his past where they know it could have been true. So it, there's a lot of different things that could happen here. They're saying it could lead to Angle teaming with Jordan. It could be Angle facing Jordan. It could be a number of things. So anything else to add on before we go to Battleground? No, I think we can go right to Battleground now. Okay. So Battleground is this Sunday. Um, quite a few matches. Um, we're going to start with the pre-show. Pre-show. Officially announced it will be Aiden English versus Ty Dillinger. My comment on this, I think this is a wasted, wasted opportunity. If you're going to have Aiden English in the the pre-show and he's going to job out to somebody, why not have him job out to Chad Gable? Exactly. Rather than Ty Dillinger. Because they've kind of had a thing going the last few weeks, that's why, so. It's been on, it's been going on months now. Yeah. And actually, Dillinger had a pretty good match with Jinder Mahal, to be completely honest with you. Oh, yeah. So I'm assuming you're picking Ty Dillinger in this match. Uh, yeah. If you don't, you're stupid. You're stupid. 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 Okay. Uh, we'll get right in- into the next match, then. Uh, Sami Zayn versus Mike Kanellis in a rematch from their SmackDown match. I really don't know where to go with this. Um, Sounds like Mike every night. I don't know where to go with this. No, he knows exactly where to go. The mouth, the butt. Put it in all of them at once. Um, you're, you're gonna yeah. While you're deciding what you're gonna do, I'm gonna pick Sami Zayn. Mike <laughs> Mike got the the win in his debut match. Sets up the next match for first uh battleground. I think this sets up their a rubber match at SummerSlam. I think we get one more match from them. Yeah, that gives them sense. another another month to work. And we get Zane and Canellis, or maybe even a mixed tag match of some sort. Uh, Zane and a D- diva insert random diva here, and or I would like to insert into a random diva here. But hey now, hey now, you're an all star. We're not gonna go that route. We played no, enough. Not. We played enough '90s music on this episode already. Mm-hmm. Um, Zane and random woman versus Canellis and Canellis. Because Maria can get in the ring. She's done it before. Yeah. So it, that could be a route they go to. So yeah. who are you picking? I'm going to go with Sammy on that. 
I didn't realize that Canellis had actually won the first match. Yeah, no, he won his debut match. Okay, uh, next match is kind of a meaningless match on this card, but I still think it's going to be good. Uh, Mr. Money in the Bank, the Lone Wolf, Baron Corbin, versus the artist known as Shinsuke Nakamura. I think this match doesn't have a finish. I think this ends in a DQ of some kind. Because you can't have Baron Corbin lose clean to Nakamura, but you also can't have Nakamura lose to Baron Corbin. Um, I think, so you're going to go with no finish. I'm going to go with a... a Dusty finish? Dusty finish. Like a DQ. I think Corbin maybe hits him with the briefcase or something like that. Um, I'm going to go with probably kind of a dusty finish, but I think Nakamura gets the win. I think Nakamura gets the win. They're going to name him number one contender for SummerSlam. And I think it turns into a triple threat the night of SummerSlam and Baron Corbin cashes in at SummerSlam. I think that's where they're going with this. I think they want to put the belt on Corbin... They want to give him a big moment to do it. A cash-in at the second biggest show of the year does that. So I think Nakamura wins, and that sets up the cash-in because Nakamura, it's supposed to be Nakamura's moment. Brooklyn, where they've done NXT the last two years. Oh. He's done his big match at, uh, with Joe last year at, at TakeOver 2. Brooklyn. It's, Brooklyn. It's supposed to be Nakamura's crowning achievement now. He wins the WWE title. In Brooklyn, at SummerSlam, second biggest show of the year. You got a nice little feud going forward. Corbin takes that moment they away. They did say they're expecting Corbin to cash in on the next face that wins the world title. I think it's be, I feel like that makes the most sense. That is the next expectation. Um, next thing we have, we can kind of talk about. There's really, I mean, there's you could probably do a prediction here, but there's not really much to do. Um. They haven't confirmed it, but with everything that's been going on, I mean, they did say they'll have something at Battleground. Uh, there will be a Brizongo segment. It looks like we're going to finally figure out who's been terrorizing them over the last right, month or so. Yeah, um, I saw that. So the Fashion X-Files, again, one of the best things on SmackDown or in the company right now. <laughs> fashion Files, period. Um, Whatever incarnation they come yeah. out of. So what do you think happens to this segment? Who do you think is going to be the team that... Uh, I'm hoping for somebody of, like, that's, like, fucking awesomeness, and we get an actual, maybe, tag team feud out of this, but mm. New Days and Usos and Brizongo and I don't know who, somebody good. Well, New Days... But Day's I fear, I fear it's somebody we don't want. I actually think it might be a tag team making a move from the Raw. Actually, there's really nobody left on Raw. No, because they broke up all the fucking tag teams everywhere. See, this is the thing that concerns me, is... There's been so many tag team breakups lately. Alpha's broken up on SmackDown. Enzo and Kaz on Raw. Enzo and Kaz on Raw. Golden Truth on Raw. Um, somebody else just broke up, I thought, too. They really have been using Rhino and Slater together. They, they haven't been using for months. Unofficially. They Miz. Unofficially, officially broken them up. Um, it, there's not a lot of teams left. The clones are... Clones are out because... Once hurt. And there's talk that they may be leaving, too. Um, unless they pull off a coup here and they bring back the clones, but Carlito makes a return, which I highly doubt no. is going to happen. There's been no talk about that recently. Uh, I'm trying to think of... There's talk that it could be NXT coming up from NXT. They're saying it could be Sanity, make which sense. makes no sense. They have an NXT title match at 
Brooklyn. Um, well, that's not confirmed yet. <sighs> um, there's talk. It, it, it's so many different things. Like, there's not that many teams right now anywhere in the company. Like, who could it be? Unless they're bringing somebody back, or they're making a new team. It could be the hype bros. It could it could wind up being the ascension. Even I don't think it would be the hype bros. If it's the hype bros, then you gotta turn them heel. Which would be the only other tag team on SmackDown now. There's literally four tag teams left on SmackDown. Oh, yeah, I know. New Day's, Usos, Hype Bros, and Brizongo. Um, Ascension? Oh, and Ascension. Do we really count them anymore? Do we? Do we? <sighs> no. Yeah, I know. So, this one's going to be hard to call. I'm hoping this brings out another good segment from Brizongo because they're fucking awesome. Okay, next match. The Fatal Five-Way Elimination Match for number one contenders for Naomi's new glowing women's championship belt. That, who can I say? That belt's kind of fucking cool. Yeah, they had, you saw that, right? They had the glow lights. They had all the glow lights, which means she's not dropping that belt anytime soon, guys. Uh, I think she drops it at SummerSlam, but okay. Nah. So it's Charlotte versus Becky versus Natalia versus Lana versus Tamina. You got. Please stop with the five-person matches. Um, can we talk about how Tamina is straight up taking this Uso thing, Uso penitentiary thing, too hard? It's not a real prison. She cannot have Lana as her bitch. Bitch, she just made Lana her bitch. I know, she did. Bitch skill. She man. came out and saved her. She said, bitch, and have my she, money. She keeps saying, nobody, on SmackDown this past week, she goes, nobody, because Charlotte, Becky, and Natty, Natty all won the fight Lana. And she's like, nobody's fighting Lana. Lana's not wrestling tonight. You hear that, Shane? And Shane's like, okay, like calm down. Lana's not in the match. We'll have, we'll have Charlotte versus Becky instead. She straight up made Lana her bitch. Yeah. Yeah. It's not a real penitentiary. This is not orange. This is new black. Bitch, we is in her penitentiary. So, uh, who you got? It's probably Charlotte. We probably get the Charlotte Naomi payoff at SummerSlam. Yeah, I'm thinking the same thing. I'm he- I heard some things. I actually read something today, starting the same quoting the same thing. Charlotte. Um, that's why she's been teasing the heel a little bit again. She's been doing some heel stuff, not overly dramatic or anything with it, but um, they're talk. They've been talking about it. So, um, so I think Charlotte's gonna win that as well. Next match on the card is the flag match. Fuck Rusev your flag versus match. John Cena. If if John Cena doesn't win this match, I will be wholly fucking surprised. Yeah, me too. Um, I mean, this is a really good way to fucking squash Rusev, who's returning. Yeah. Good job, WWE. Yeah. Cena, I think there's no doubt about it, um, is gonna win. Unfortunately, like, I mean, Cena's been good lately. I'm not gonna lie. He's been he's been good it, since he's his recent work has been a lot better. Yes, and he's been a little bit not so much stale. Again, still the only thing I don't like him is the over the top screaming uh, raw raw promos that he does. Always uh, hear that about him. Yeah, uh, every now and then he tones it down a little bit. Yeah. Um, next match on the card is the Oos Oos. First, the new day, baby. Uh, for the WWE <laughs> SmackDown Live Tag Team Championships, 
Who do you have? Um, I think the Usos keep it. Really? I don't think they're dropping it to New Day. Not yet. I feel like we get um, New Day winning it. I think this is their their turn. Um, I could see New Day winning it, and then whoever this debuting tag team is, maybe we get a Fatal Five Way or a tag team gauntlet for SummerSlam. It's going to be a four-hour show with an hour-long pre-show, probably. So they're going to have time to kill, and they're probably going to want to get everybody on it. So this is true. We have five tag teams now. It could be a six-pack challenge. Oh, God, a six-pack tag team challenge. That's so I think, New, I think New Day take it. Um, yeah. I, I, I think they use the man advantage. Xavier comes in, or whoever's on the outside helps. Okay, next yeah. match. The United States Championship match. The phenomenal United States champion, AJ Styles, versus the old face of America, because he's no longer the U.S. champion, Kevin Owens. Who, sir, do you have? Styles. Easy, easy, lemon squeezy. Yeah, um, honestly, I agree with that. Um, Rumor has it. Rumor and innuendo. Rumor and innuendo, whatever you Suggest. Uh, it's it's looking like Styles and Cena at SummerSlam for the U.S. title. So, um, granted, they've had classic matches every time they step in the ring together. Yes. Um, and their last match, which was at Royal Rumble, they did not leave the ring one time, which was amazing. Um, it it's gonna be it's gonna be the third or fourth or fifth time that they're fighting now. I think it's fourth. So we've seen that before. I mean, granted, yes, the U.S. title's on the line now. Um, and it could very, very well steal the show again at SummerSlam like it did last year. But... Unless this is their way to turn AJ Styles heel again. And it could be the club that attacks Brizanko. <gasps> Don't play with my emotions like that. <laughs> I was thinking that before, but I didn't want to say it yet. It could be the club... Hashtag beat up John Cena! That's what SmackDown got for giving up Jason Jordan. Oh my god. See, the pieces come together. <laughs> so, yeah, um this is very likely. That makes way too much sense. It, but it, we're going to get we're going to get a letter. Um comp tickets or someone's going to jump out of another helicopter. Could it at least be Shit. Stephanie this time? Yeah, okay, yeah. Not with not with Triple H though. No, just no, Stephanie. Just Stephanie. Yeah, just Stephanie. Okay. Um, and then the final match on the card, the Punjabi prison match for the world title. What? Jinder. I'm sorry. The Maharaja, Jinder Mahal. Good job. You said versus that one Randy Orton. Um, uh, this is another easy one for me. This is the Maharaja, Jinder Mahal. Yeah, uh, I agree with that. I that's why I th- again I think it's going to be Nakamura Mahal at SummerSlam. Mm. I feel like at this point that makes the most sense, uh, especially where this Corbin feud going and he's already teased cashing in on Mahal once, so I think it makes <sighs> the most sense. Um, yeah, that's about it. Any other uh, questions, concerns, or comments about Battleground or anything we've covered today? No, I believe this is going to be a very Easy show, no curves, no swerves, no softballs, straight and narrow. Okay, no surprises. Then. No surprises. Outside of whoever this tag team is. Yeah. 
I Which would, now you've got me intrigued. I hope it's the club. I know. I hope it's the club too, but you know we're going to be disappointed on that, yeah, right? It's going to be fucking somebody stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Hashtag something stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Should that be the episode name? Hashtag something stupid. No. Hashtag just the two of us. Just the two of us. That'll never happen again. Please don't say. Never again will that happen. Thank you. Thank you. This shouldn't have happened one time. So, uh, guess that's the end of the episode for the podcast and multimedia Maharaja Dash and Dan. This is Flying Brian. Have a good night, folks.